This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. As always, my trusty sidekick, Ramon, is here. How trusty do you think I really am? You know, I wouldn't bet my life on it, but... I wouldn't. You've been fairly dependable. Listen, President You Biden, never stood me up. You know, I come here, it's like I never come here and you're not here. This is true. Well, they don't let me out that often. Well, that's also true. Yeah. And we're both in a padded cell, so that's it. Now, what do we always start with? Don't we always start with the headlines of the day? News that you can use, infotainment. As indicated by this drum roll. Right. You need a drum roll for news, of course. Every news show should have that. Why don't they do that on Fox News? I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but the World Health – this is right up our alley, this one. World Health? Yeah. World Health (laughs) – yeah, that's right up our alley. The World Health Organization is encouraging plant protein substitutes instead of eating meat. Mm -hmm. And immediately I thought of you – uh, that's not going to work for you unless they invent a bacon tree. Am I right? This is very true. <laughs> Give me a seed and I shall plant that. There you go. All right. So uh, we're supposed to talk about real estate. We might as well. We're here. You know, last week we had that guy that was the inventor. Remember yes. That? He, had he, the, had the, he had the contraption with him. In the backpack, the mm-hmm. um, hammock. The Shade Echo. I like the name. Yeah. That was another shameless plug right there. You can go to ShadeEcho.com. He's a sponsor now. So uh, we're going to talk about prospecting and what real estate agents uh, like me, when I got into real estate, I was taught by the real estate industry. They always teach you the exact wrong thing that doesn't work as well. Why is that? I don't know. But I was taught to – what I later learned was selling the process. So – if you think about buying a car, have you bought a car recently? Not recently, no. It's torture. Yeah, I'd imagine. You go in there and then they um, you know, do that rectal exam on your credit and then there's uh, the high-pressure sales pitch. And then the, I'm not know, a fan just, of the haggle. The haggle, haggling. Haggle. You know, I, no. I, I don't do it. You know what? I, my goal is not to get a good deal when I buy a car. My goal is to be out of there in a half an hour. That's good. And I will pay any amount of money that will cost to get out of there in a half an hour. You know, the last time I bought, I ordered the car from the factory. Oh wow, that's a lovely experience. I bet it is. Mm-hmm. You get to pick, pick exactly what you want, all the colors and everything. Very so, nice. Now that did take a little longer, but there was no. It was a Yugo, though, right? Sadly, yes. Okay, well, uh, fair enough. Still, you had yeah, the experience. The that... Gremlin. It, was, it didn't look, you know. But anyway, it was. It was um, nice avocado green. But I was thinking, what, what, what is the most painful thing is that the only painful sales process, more painful than the used car buying or the new car buying, is the real estate listing appointment. That's, that's torture. So we uh, put your house uh, in the MLS. We describe it. We put photos of how you live like a pig. We uh, – you know, advertise that all over the place. Then we beat you down on the price. Then uh, we make you pay seven percent or 
something like that. So there's no part of that that is fun. Oh, then we have the home inspection and everybody comes and picks it apart and then they ask for a bunch of repairs. So it's torture. So when I was new, if you and you who are listening, when you were new, your company, the uh, uh, the whole real estate industry was telling you to sell the process. So uh, the the idea is you want to sell the product, not the process. So that's what fearless agents know how to do. So uh, step by step, when you're prospecting. Uh, which is the basic, you know. What you want, we want you to be good at the fundamentals. But part of the problem is, you know, we and I think I mentioned this last week, if I'm not mistaken. But how do the clients view you as the agent? Uh, all all of us agents, we all look the same to the clients. So if we all look the same, who are they going to pick? They're going to pick the cheapest one, or they're going to pick their friend, or maybe the agent that sold them the house, you know. So how are you going to stand out from the other agents and you have to have uh, the fearless agent value proposition and then you have to be able to deliver on that process. So so that's, that's what's going to set us apart. So uh, the short version of it would be if all agents are the same, um, this is the value proposition. So uh, you want to say I – do business completely differently than all other agents. So whatever the other agents do, you know that the customer has no confidence in agents in general. Um, you know, when you get on an airplane, you don't uh, go up to the captain or the um, whoever's flying the plane, the pilot, and you don't say, hey, how many times have you flown this route? Like they say, how many houses have you sold in my neighborhood? You never want your pilot to say, this is my first day. Yeah, you really don't. And yeah. I always think about the, uh, the brain surgeon. He had a first customer, right? <laughs> Might have been you or me. I don't <laughs> We wouldn't remember if it was true. But uh, nobody ever grills the pie. How many years have you been doing this? Because everybody trusts the training in the airline industry, but nobody trusts the training in the real estate industry. Every single consumer of real estate services has a failed realtor as a friend, a relative, they themselves were. So you have to do business completely differently when you are a fearless agent, coaching student. Of course, you do do business completely differently than all other agents. And it virtually guarantees you of two things. So what is it that all sellers want? Instead of selling the process, sell them the product. What is it that all sellers want? Well, they want their house to sell and they want to end up netting after all the expenses are paid more money than they could any other way. So that's the value proposition. In other words, don't screw up your messaging and start talking about, you know, the, the the things that agents talk about on the phone while they're prospecting like staging or photos or we do this and we do that, all these process things. All the seller cares about is that the is that the house sells and they end up with the most money. Now if you're able to demonstrate how to do that, um, fine, by promising a bunch of stuff. But me, I'm able to demonstrate it without ever mentioning how I do it, 
So the agent, the the seller doesn't care how you do it. They just want to know that you do do it. They want to trust you. So the way to gain trust is the is the same way that pilots gain trust. Now, if you walked on an airplane and the pilot was dressed like Ramon or Bob, you would not get on the airplane. You'd get off the airplane. So they always have a uniform. You mean yoga pants and my hair in a bun? Kind exactly. Of a thing? And yeah. and put and putting the bun in the front by just going for a look, I don't I don't think that suits you, but anyway, that's just me. I'm not experimental a, fashion style. I styles. know, it's fine. It's fine for the for here we are. Nobody can see us. That's the thing. Thank goodness. So we do business completely. So you say, I do business completely differently than all other agents. And it virtually guarantees you of two things. One is that your house will actually sell. And number two is you will end up with way, way more money, bottom line, than you could get any other way. And then if it's a for sale by owner, you would add with or without a realtor. And I know that's a big promise. But if you knew that, would you at least want to hear about it? Or are you allergic to money? So that's the basic the basic version of it. So when we're when we're cold calling uh, and people say now when we're calling for sale by owners, it's different. When we're calling expireds and canceled, it's slightly different. When you're calling your sphere and asking for referrals, it's a little different. But when you're cold calling, you know, just down up and down the street or door knocking, there's this there's this process that you want to follow. So I'm going to give you the advanced fearless agent version that all fearless agents know how to do and execute and make more money than everybody else put together. So it starts with the question, where are you moving to? So you know, you're you're cold calling and you say, Hi, my name is Bob Leffler. I'm a real estate agent with a company called Fearless Agent Realty. And I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. They say, What do you, Bob? We were just sitting here talking about it. Now, I can't tell you the number of times when people said that. It, they'd say, I don't know how you knew, but we were just sitting here talking about it when you called. So if you make a billion phone calls like I did, everything happens. So, so most agents, even the ones I coach sometimes, they're, for whatever reason, not prepared. They've had so many no's in a row, they're all of a sudden stumped when somebody says yes. Now's not the time to be stumped when they say yes. You've got to be ready for that. So you should have written down what happens when they say yes. So have a big piece of paper that says yes and then the questions you're going to ask. And the first one is, where are you moving to? So now they are going to either be moving. Everybody who sells a house is either going to move out of it or they're not going to move out of it because they don't live in it. But the basic version, most people are you know, owner-occupants. So we'll learn that one first. You know, where are you moving to? So they say, um, I don't know. Or they say, Denver. Or they say, this neighborhood over here. If they say, I don't know, then you got to give them multiple choice. So is there any chance that you would be moving outside of the United States of America? Oh, no. Okay. Is there any chance you'd be moving outside of the state? No, no. 
Okay, so you're moving nearby. Yeah, okay, so you do know where you're moving. Yeah, okay. So when when they say, I don't know, most times they're thinking, I don't know which exact address. So you have to help them. We Our job is to help them think that through. So don't let that throw you off. What if What if they truly don't know? Now, sometimes people have a problem and they don't know they have no idea where they're moving to. They're going through a divorce. They lost their job. You know, they got money problems, and they really don't. But again, it's our job to help them think that through. So we're going to teach you how to do that today. So where are you moving to could be 10 or 15 questions depending upon their situation. But let's say it's an owner-occupant, and they do know where they're moving to, generally speaking, geographically. So where are you moving to? We're moving to Denver. Now, now I need to find the money problem. Okay. Now, the reason I didn't ask them when is because then they know I only care about making money off of them. All the other coaches go right to when, which makes you sound like a money-grubbing, not-caring person. So we go to where, find the money problem, then we sell them on the product, then we crush the competitors, then we resell them on the product. Then we go to when, and we do when differently than every other coaching student in other coaching programs. And the whole idea is to sell them not on why should they move, but why should they use me when they move. Once they're sold on using me, which has to be front-loaded, then they're more willing to tell us the truth about all the other things when we don't look like every other agent they've ever talked to. So by the time somebody's pretty serious about selling their house, they have talked to other agents. Always assume you have comp- competition and you're going to be a lot better off. Now, when you when you listen to this podcast and what we talk about makes sense to you, if, if you have normal realtor problems like uh, how do I get more business or what do I say when I get there or um, you know my time management skills aren't maybe up to par and, I, and if they were, I'd be making more money. So if you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, and if you want to learn more about how we can transform your life, make you rich, uh, I was talking to a guy at breakfast the other day. He tells me of this town he's in. It's kind of a kind of a small town that pe- most people haven't heard of. And I said, you know, my I have a coaching student that's the number one agent in that town. He makes more money than anybody else in that whole town. So if you're in Manhattan, you might not become fearless agent and be the number one agent. But if you're um, I I do have coaching students that are the number one agent in their whole town. Certainly, most of them are the number one agent in their own company. So if you want to learn more about how you can have success like that, all you have to do is call me anytime. I'm going to give you my cell phone number right now. It's 480-385-8810. And just call me up and say, hey, Bob, I'd like to do a complimentary coaching call. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, if I don't answer, leave a message. I'm very good about calling you back. And what we do is just see if what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you'll get rich. If it's not, we'll admit that to each other, and I'm still happy to help you in any 
other way I can. So please don't text me. Please don't email me. Uh, as a favor to you, don't text, don't email. Sales is about the phone. Just give me a call. And then um, you can also go to fearlessagent.com. You can watch our webinar. I think it's about 45 minutes long. It takes lots of notes. You can go to our video training page, watch a bunch of free videos. You can go to the speaking page, which is where I sell my speaking gigs, I guess you call them. There's about a 25-minute excerpt from a two-day Fearless Agent Experience event. Uh, if you watch that, you could take notes. And then um, my guarantee to you is that those free videos would be much better coaching than all the other coaches that you would pay lots of money to. Uh, so we do better than that for free. And then, you, again, you can always call me at 480-385-8810. So where are you moving to? First question. Don't let anything they say throw you. If they say, yes, we are thinking of selling our house, where are you moving to? They say, we're moving to Denver. Say, okay. When you don't say great. Now, other coaches that are bad coaches say, great. No, it's not great. I just got a divorce. There was a death in my family. I lost my job. There's nothing great about moving. Great is what you say when it's all about you. You say, okay, when it's not all about you. So I'm moving to Denver. Okay. When you move to Denver, um, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? Now, this is where we're looking for the money problem. Remember, we are, where are you moving to? Find the money problem. Then we sell them on the product. So, uh, we're going to buy. Okay. If they're going to buy, then you say, when you buy something, is it going to be a condo or is it going to be a house? If they say we're going to rent, then you say, are you going to rent for the rest of your life or are you going to rent for a while and then in the hopes of buying something later? If they're going to rent for the rest of their life, you found the money problem. They have a money problem. If they say, no, we're going to rent and then buy something, is it going to be a condo or is it going to be a house? Uh, no, it's going to be a condo. Okay. If they're going to buy a condo, they might not realize it, but that's a money problem. Friends don't let friends buy condos. So when people downsize, usually it's because they have a money problem. Um, very rarely does somebody say, I need something smaller and it's okay if it costs way more. That really isn't the way it goes. It's possible, but it's unusual. So now I'm looking for a money problem, a relationship problem like a divorce, which leads to money problems, a health problem, which is a two-story house. Now I need one. That's going to be a lot more expensive, apples to apples. That's a money problem. I'm buying something, I'm selling something cheap and buying something more expensive. That's a money problem. The price, the, you know, the uh, down payments going up, the um, monthly payments going up. So I'm looking for that money problem. So uh, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? Is it going to be a condo or is it going to be a house? Is it going to be bigger or is it going to be smaller than the one you're in? If they say smaller, that might 
mean they need the payment. Not too many people need the house to be smaller. They need the payments to be smaller. They need the taxes to be smaller. They need the association fee to be smaller. That's a money problem. Uh, they say, uh, I, yeah, it, it needs to be smaller. Okay. Uh, is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? So if you were moving from uh, Oklahoma City, where I've done hard time, to Scottsdale, Arizona, and buy the exact same thing, you would be paying maybe two or three times as much, depending on what part of town. Uh, in a similar part of town. It would be twice as much probably. So when you say, is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? And they say, well, it's going to be less expensive probably. Do you need it to be less expensive or would it be okay if it was more expensive? No, no. We need it to be less expensive. Okay. You found the money problem. Now you're ready to sell them on the product. If they say it's going to be more expensive, Wow, now you found the money problem. Now you're ready to sell them on the product. So when you get really, really great at prospecting, you're not going to be stumped when they say yes. You're going to be with no awkward pauses. You're going to be able to go through that. Now, I, of course, can do it in my head because uh, I've been doing it so long, but you should write it down and 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 do the options for if they you know, whichever one they pick. Are you going to rent? Are you going to buy it? We're going to rent. It's a different question after that, different series of questions. So it's a little complicated, but once once it's in your head, you don't need to think. Now they say, uh, you say, okay, you found the money problem. You say, okay, well, with that in mind, if I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and not one other agent on planet Earth has it, and I already know you, no, they do not have it, and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house, and they'd actually be happy that they did, and you would end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars that you could not get any other way. Now, if... If you're in a market where the where the prices are 1.2 million, 1.3 million, then it would be a hundred or two extra thousand dollars more than you could get any other way. But it's if you're a fearless agent in almost any price range, you're going to be able to get them tens of thousands of extra dollars that they could not get any other way. Would that help your cause, or are you allergic to money? So they'd say, Bob, I am not allergic to money. That would help my cause. Now they know why they need me. Now just to cement that further, uh, would it be fair then to say what you would like to avoid is what all the other agents do? And I know you know what they do. They always care about fairness to the buyer. They always say things like you have to be realistic on your price and that's the kind of baloney that ends up losing you tens of thousands of dollars, selling your house way too cheap, just the way your neighbors did, I happen to know. I happen to know that you know that when your neighbors sold their houses, they sold them way too cheap and that happened because of that. So is it fair to say that that's 
what you would want to avoid. They say, yes, that is what I want to avoid. Now they're selling you on not using your competition. So you want the customer to sell you on you. You got to put you in it. They go, they have to say, that's what I want you to do. So um, then you resell them on the product. So, so when we're all done and I'm handing you tens of thousands of extra dollars that you could not get with any other agent or any other way, you're not going to be offended. Is that correct? No, I am not. Okay. So can I explain step-by-step step exactly how we do that? Okay. Excuse me. I forgot something. When is the soonest you would open up your hand and let me plunk the tens of thousands of extra dollars into your hand and that would coincide with moving day, turning over the keys to the buyer who just grossly overpaid? Probably. That's how we get to when. So when we ask when, we're not asking when is thinking about putting it on the market day. I'm not asking when are you thinking about selling it. I'm not asking when anything is going to happen except moving day. They pick when is the soonest realistically you could imagine moving day ever being. And let's say they say, oh, uh, you know, if you were going to plunk tens of thousands of dollars extra in my hand, I would, I would move tomorrow. I'd say, okay, are you married? Yeah. I, I think your wife is not planning on moving tomorrow. So realistically, when is the soonest you could imagine moving day ever being? And it doesn't matter to me when it is because I'm going to sell it for tens of thousands of extra dollars anyway. But realistically, when is the soonest you could imagine moving day? That means all the stuff is out of your house. You're turning over the keys. You're in another place. So when is the soonest, realistically, you could imagine moving day? Well, we're thinking about putting it on the market in the spring. Okay, that's a nice story. has nothing to do with what I just asked you. When is the soonest, realistically, you could imagine moving day ever being? So these are not big, these are not big things. But you know that when you know how to do this correctly, you're going to make a lot more money. You know that your competitors do not know how to do any of this. And when you know how to do it, you're going to have a gigantic advantage over them. So I always say that when you're a fearless agent, you sit on a throne made of the skulls of your enemies and you don't have to put up with the baloney that other agents do. So I want you to be a highly trained, fearless agent that never gets flustered, never gets stumped on the phone, never gets stumped face to face. You, you get your time management dialed in. You know what you're going to do every day of the week, every minute of the day. You take two days off a week, no phone calls, no, no texting, no emailing about real estate. You have actual days off and you're making a lot of money. You're the number one earning agent in your company. So that's the goal. You know? So if you want to find out how to do that, all you got to do is give me a call at 480-385-8810. Say, Bob, let's just do a complimentary coaching call. I will be able 
in that call to figure out if you are a good fit for fearless agent coaching. You will be able to figure out in that one call if you're a good fit for fearless agent coaching. If you don't like the jokes that we did at the top of the hour, you are not a good fit. Is that right? (laughs) This is correct. Sadly, that would be true. If that's the only thing that makes it a bad fit, it's still a bad fit, I'm telling you, because you have to put up with me and my crap. So once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can, if, by the way, if you are a real estate company owner and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you would be open to the idea of having some help with that, you give me a call at 480-385-8810. All of you, please give, give us a a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or wherever, Spotify, wherever you see it. And until next week, do what we always do. Three things. We always have fun. If it ain't fun, we don't do it. Be humble now that you have these newfound skills. But above all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh,